So think about uh, how you feel about your neighbors, your, you know, the institutions in our society. Are you more trusting or less trusting than you were before the pandemic started? I think for most of us, based, and, you know, this this is going to be very instructive, I think, for all of us. Most of us would say, oh, less trusting. Look what's happened, right? But you have to remember that not everything that we see play out on TV necessarily represents all of us. It's the people who make the most noise in some cases, and it can certainly skew our perception. And maybe, just maybe, it has when we take a look at the way Canadians feel about each other and society and all the rest of it when it comes to trust levels over the course of the pandemic. Because you know what? It's not that bad. This is it's, it's kind of surprising, the results of this new poll. But let's get into it. We're going to chat now with Carrie Wu, who is an assistant professor in the Department of Sociology at York University and the lead author of this newly published paper. Carrie, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate you joining us. Thank you for having me. So I, I was really interested to read the results of this survey. First of all, before we get into the results, let's define it. When we talk about more trusting, trusting of whom, trusting of what, what are we talking about here? So we're talking about trust in neighbors and trust in uh, random others, like people who have no uh, contact with. Like, do you think most people can be trusted? Okay. The most people in society and the neighbors, of course. Now, going into this survey and, and, and asking Canadians these questions, in a way, it was kind of testing some, some long-standing ideas and theories around trust, right? We, we've, we've sort of had this understanding of how trust works. Not everybody agrees, but there's two or three main theories, right? Yes, right. So I, I, I studied trust for many years, and uh, just since the pandemic started, uh, one research I've done is like uh, looking at how trust matters for for the public response to the pandemic. And the, the funding is that uh, communities with more trust in neighbors, in people, are better able to respond to the pandemic. And individuals who have more trust are more likely to uh, comply with control measures. For example, more likely to wear a mask, more likely to get them uh, self-vaccinated. So those are trust matters. So I'm also uh, consider how the pandemic may change people's trust uh, throughout the pandemic. So. One concern I have, probably with many others, like you just mentioned, that there could be a decline of trust during the pan- because of the pandemic. Yeah, exactly. So the results of this show that, as the majority, a very slight increase in trust, right? Actually, an increase in trust among most Canadians. Yes. Yeah, so usually people, when we look at the change of trust, people look at the overall population level. So for, for my research, I consider, like, three kind of potential directions. Some people will become more trusting simply because, for example, they people uh, see people helping each other. They, they feel like we are all in this together. So, so this creates a sense of kind of like solidarity in, in, when a crisis happens. Right? And some people, of course, experience those hardships, losing jobs and all that. Could Those negative experiences could make people less trusting. And then, of course, there's also a group of people kind of like maybe the pandemic has little impact and those their trust views kind of like stabilize early in life. So we have those kind of three theoretical expectations before going into the data. And then when we analyze the data, we did show those three kind of patterns. Right. And the, the majority of Canadians have become more trusting. Which is really, I think, surprising. Was it surprising to you? It's surprising to me. Yeah, I was surprised too. But then the other thing I want to point out that prior to the pandemic, 
Canadians are uh, generally very, very trusting. For example, compared to the uh, uh, Americans, uh, the only 30% of Americans would say most people can be trusted. But here in Canada, almost 60% of Canadians prior to the pandemic would say most people can be trusted. Wow. And then those high trust level lead to like follow, for kind of like promote more trust during the pandemic. Interesting. Wow. Okay. But also interesting in the results of this survey is, okay, so you're seeing a slight increase in people feeling more trustworthy overall. But when you see the smaller group of people who lost trust, they really lost trust, right? Like that was a much bigger swing. Yes. Right. So that's the key kind of funding that think about who are more likely to lose trust. And then they, the, the, the single like best kind of predictor is socioeconomic status. Of course, lower trust prior to the pandemic but lower trust prior to the pandemic also associated with lower income, lower socioeconomic status. And those group of Canadians, like almost 20% of Canadians who are lower income, less powerful, they have lost a lot, a lot of trust uh, since the pandemic. And that's trust in their neighbors or is that trust in government or just trust in general? They don't feel like they have much trust in the people in the institution. Is it right across the board? Both trust in most people and trust in neighbors, especially trust in neighbors. Interesting. Okay, so what do we, how does this fit? Like you say, you've been studying trust. Uh, this was somewhat surprising to you. How does this fit? What do we learn from this? And how can we, because like you say, having that level of trust means so much in terms of managing and responding and being resilient. Can we build upon what we've learned in this study? Yeah, so the key kind of like uh, lesson from this uh, uh study is that it, it kind of like when we think about income too, right, it's, uh, throughout the pandemic, some people, rich people probably becoming more, more richer, and then poor people become poorer because of the pandemic. So the idea is that the pandemic actually exacerbates inequalities in all aspects of social outcomes. Income here is trust, right? So then in terms of how to better respond, how to like achieve kind of uh, equality and then particular attention may be paid to those groups that need the most help. For example, low-income groups, um, people who from like racialized minorities that who have lower trust and then less able to respond uh, to the pandemic. And then those like political leaders, policy makers should come out and then pay specific attention yeah. to a particular kind of like response to those groups. Yeah, pay attention to that because it's so important. Carrie, great great insight and great conversation. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you for having me. You bet. Thank you very much. That's Carrie Wu, who's an assistant professor in the Department of Sociology at York and the lead author of this newly published paper. You can find more on it if you would like to uh, on um, globalnews.ca. They have the, uh, the, the poll up there. It's kind of interesting because the majority, two-thirds of respondents, say they generally... Their trust in society and its institutions improved slightly over that time. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. 58% trusted their neighbors slightly more after the pandemic than they did before the pandemic. So it's pretty good. Two-thirds of the respondents saying they actually gained a little bit more trust. 19% say, man, not much change. Things are about the same. But 18% said they lost trust, and they lost a lot of trust. That's the interesting thing. It's a very, very sharp drop. Uh, in terms of how much trust they had and how much trust they feel they've lost. So in terms of gaining trust, it's just a tiny little increment. Losing trust, it's a whole bunch. 
Very, very interesting study. I would have thought across the board, by and large, it would be at least 50-50, but it's not. 